Andres Segovia Show. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Andres Segovia Show. I am your host, Andres Segovia, the honest broker. In this episode, we're going to continue our course study in real estate, and of course, our class, Real Estate 101. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the home buying experience, like where to start. So in other words, these are your home buying tips. It's April 22nd, therefore, meaning this is after the tax deadline. So you either have a tax return coming or you might have less of a tax return coming or you might not have any tax returns coming at all, especially if you didn't file. So make sure you filed or at least filed your tax extension deadline if you couldn't get your taxes ready by April 15th. So Regardless of what camp you fall under, what are you going to do with that tax return? And if you want a better tax return, this is all the same for you. And that's, of course, talking about investing in real estate. But there are those that want to get into real estate, whether you're going to invest in residential income property or you're going to become a homeowner. You're basically still taking the same steps. The approach could be a little different depending on how far you're planning. But these tips are in general for everybody. Everybody has to begin somewhere. And that's just what I want to get at. But before I dive into the five tips I want to share with you on this episode, the first thing you have to be ready is mentally. If you're mentally ready for the home ownership experience, and especially in the the process to get there, then we can have this conversation. And if you're not mentally ready yet, then this is probably the stuff that you need to get you there. All right, let's do something with that tax return. And that first thing we're going to end up doing is save up enough money for a down payment. That's the big one. So that's tip number one, save enough money for a down payment. How much of a down payment do you need? Well, generally speaking, if you qualify for an FHA loan, the down payment required is usually a 3.5%. Now, there is a cap on the loan. FHA cuts off at $649,000. If you are going for that upper echelon of investments, a 3.5% down payment is $22,715. So that's like the the extreme uh, sense of how much you would need just for a down payment. Now that's just the down payment. So uh, so double it up to assume that you would need forty-four to $45,000 to cover all your closing costs. That includes the cost of the loan to pay for the things that go into a transaction, such as the home inspection report, the appraisal, because there are expenses outside of the escrow transaction costs that require out-of-pocket expenses. And of course, there's the down payment. Avoid getting that emotional investment because some people look for a home and they get so excited and then that heartbreaking, soul-crushing reality you cannot afford to buy a house. That happens a lot. So I don't like my clients getting too emotionally invested because I don't want them crash landing to earth. So if they know they can afford, then they can proceed. So tip number two, find the right real estate agent that's right for you. And there are thousands of agents out there. So finding the right one is never easy, right? Some might default over to the trusted and established brands. Uh, However, it's the independent brokerages that can offer better or more personalized services. 
And by the established brands, I mean like Century 21, Remax, First Team, and such. Sometimes they don't have the flexibility that independent brokers like ourselves have. So the best place to start is to ask home owners you may know if they recommend their real estate agent. If you're trailblazing for those around you, in other words, you don't know anybody that knows a trusted agent, then the search for the agent might take a little longer. Hey, but at least you're in the right place. Who do you think is talking to you right now, right? <laughs> Plug in for myself. Tip number three, get pre-qualified and pre-approved. They are different and some people mix them up. Look, in most scenarios, a mortgage banker can pre-qualify you over a simple conversation. They will ask information regarding your financial status, such as income and savings. So with some basic information, the mortgage banker can determine a price range of affordability. So in order to get pre-approved, the mortgage banker will need financial documents such as income taxes, W-2s, bank statements, so they can verify your information. But what is the difference? So that's what I wanted to get at. So... Uh, some people get mixed up what is pre-qualification versus pre-approved. Now, I'm getting you some information from Investopedia. So pre-qualification is just the first step. It gives you an idea of how much of a loan you can qualify for. Pre-approval is the second step, a conditional commitment to actually grant you the mortgage. And that's where you want to get at. It's one thing to put your foot in the door. You get pre-approved you're almost smooth sailing from there. So that's where you want to get to. So when you're pre-approved, take care of your credit by limiting activity that might adversely affect it, such as large expenses on credit, okay? I have lenders I recommend. My brokerage also has its own mortgage company. Now, I've come in contact with people that like that. They like an all-in-one-stop shop where they can work more confidently knowing that there's more control over a transaction when the real estate um, agent is working closely with the lender. In some cases, though, some people prefer not to have the a real estate agent work where they're closely associated with a mortgage broker because they think that, oh, they're double lending a deal or they're getting an extra cut or whatever. And some people have those uh, legit grievances. So for most people, or all people actually, I do encourage them if they have their own lender to by all means talk to them first and then get us connected. Now, I as an agent obviously prefer to work with a lender that I know and trust because we're both in sync and we have more control over the transaction and we both speak our own language and understanding what we're getting at because I have dealt in transactions where I didn't know the other lender and they left my buyer hanging at the 11th hour. Ideally speaking, both the mortgage lender and the, and the agent will get along. So if you're able to find a lender first, which I really recommend, then go ahead. All right. You got the money. You got how much of a loan you can afford. Tip four, the property search. Now, here's where it goes hand in hand, okay? We live in a in the world where technology allows people to actually access a lot more information than before. So you do have access to certain information. So if you're Googling certain things, great. You're finding stuff out. What you really want to, though, is talk to your real estate agent that has access to the most pertinent information on, on a property available. They have access to all the back ends, the ins and outs, and the problems with some properties or conditions and restrictions that cannot be put to the public because that's private information that only those that have access to the multi-listing service have, such as myself. So 
when searching for a property, it's good to give guidance to your to your agent on which direction you want to go. And after finding out how much you can afford and how which neighborhood you want to target, you'll know if you can afford something in that neighborhood or if you have to look for the second best alternative. And once you have that, you have a plan of action to be able to look for it. So you communicating with your agent and your agent communicating with you is the best way to go about this you guys are doing this hand in hand and if you find something on on the public domain and say hey uh, can you reference these hey that helps a lot too because uh, the way we search is not the same as you search google powers a lot of the search engines out there google does not power the internal services of the multi-listing service so it's a lot more complicated in the way we search but we're also searching something more specific too right but it's a lot more tedious and it's like literally looking for a needle in a stack of needles and tip number five make that offer and close the deal when shopping around for houses take notes of details you like or don't like when finding the right home do not just rely on your own observations of the conditions and aesthetics your agent will recommend hiring a certified home inspector to thoroughly inspect the house from top to bottom and provide a report of their findings Work closely with your lender, providing them the necessary documents or responses to inquiries in a timely manner. There are a lot of wheels turning in a transaction. Your agent will help coordinate with escrow the required documents, inspections, contingencies, and continued negotiations. Once all the loan contingencies and negotiated conditions are met, the loan is funded, title recorded, and the keys exchanged. So that's the long and short of the home buying process. Depending on how ready you are, it can be as short as 10 days. It can be as long as a year. Oh my goodness, really a year? Look, if you're after the fixer-upper but you know it's a short sell, a short sell meaning that the bank is trying to cut their losses on a property, yeah, that can take quite a long time, especially if there's a lot of discrepancies in that transaction. But look, typically speaking, we're talking about a 45-day turnaround time between the time opening escrow and then closing escrow. So use 45 days as a barometer. But just know that some escrows can be epic, and it's all reliant on how every everybody's working as a team everyone from the professional side to the client side that they're all in sync and on the same page so to reiterate here tip number one have a down payment tip number two find a real estate agent that's right for you pick me tip number three get pre-qualified and pre-approved tip number four property search tip number five make an offer and close the deal so there you have it those are my home buying tips and if you got that tax return this is the best way for you to utilize that thing. And if you're disappointed you didn't get that a sizable enough tax return this time versus last time, well, guess what? There's tax benefits that you can also get through real estate. Talk to your tax agent to find out how real estate can benefit you in that sense. So that's it for this episode. I wanted to give you the quick rundown on being able to plan what to do with your tax return before you spend it all because hey now i have money and most people don't tend to save away so just i wanted to put that out there so you can think about it before you spend that last dime all right everybody thank you so much for joining me on this program if you have questions about real estate by all means go to my facebook page and leave them there it's facebook.com forward slash the andres segovia and i want to hear your questions i want to read them and be able to respond to them on the program there's people that have been asking me questions already and I'm saving them for an upcoming episode so I'm excited to address them on the air and you never know your question might make up an entire episode idea and I might have to push my schedule around because it's just that good of a question but most of all I'm excited about people telling me Andres thank you you're answering questions I didn't know I had so 
Keep it up, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and supporting this program. Remember, follow me on all the socials. You can find all the links available at my website, www.deandresegovia.com. And now, because I'm giving you a plug-in, because if you're looking for that right agent, hey, who's who else is talking to you? I am a licensed broker. So don't look any further than me. If you really want to have those conversations about real estate, then let's have that conversation one-on-one. My direct phone number is 714-512-2041. 514-512-2041. I'm Andres Agovia, associate broker at Mark One Real Estate. So my license number is 01909449. So you want to have the conversation by all means. Let's talk and see if I'm right for you. So thank you very much for listening to this edition of the program. And as always, I'll see you on the next one.